there's anything that we learned during the pandemic, it was the importance of diversifying our income streams and business portfolios. As we move away from that stressful time, I think it's important not to forget the realities that we all experienced within our industry. As photographers, we were no longer allowed to gather with families for their sessions, and that posed a great problem for most of us. The importance of leveraging your talent as photographers into other avenues could not have been made more obvious than it was at that time. Welcome to the Motherhood Anthology Podcast, photography education for a business you love. My name is Kim Box, and I'm your host with the collaboration and help of my co-host and business partners at the Motherhood Anthology, Jenny Kruger and Allison Craig. Corey Frazier is joining me today on the podcast. Corey is an educator this month in our TMA membership and a photography business owner and educator. A self-proclaimed pivoting expert, Corey is sharing with us today how she took her own photography business and diversified her portfolio, enabling her to present a myriad of services that's helped her business not only remain stable during market fluctuations, but also thrive. Today, Corey is specifically talking to us about the benefits of incorporating brand photography into our business structures as a means of boosting revenue and climate stability. Now I present to you episode number 20 of the Motherhood Anthology podcast. Well, welcome, Corey. I'm so excited to have you on the podcast this morning. Thank you. I am so excited to be here. Thanks for having me. We are thrilled that you're going to be one of our educators next month for February inside of our membership. You're going to talk to us and teach a little about diversifying our revenue streams with brand photography. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. I'm super excited and I cannot wait to to jump in with all of you in February. Before we dive into all that, I want to hear about you. Tell me about yourself and your business journey. Absolutely. So I am a former military spouse. My husband retired after 30 years of Marine Corps service, and I'm kind of an accidental entrepreneur. I have a background in education, so I have been a classroom teacher off and on, depending on where we lived. Uh, But I started my photography business back in 2008 when we moved to Hawaii. Uh, It was a wonderful place to be stationed, and that's kind of whenever I dipped my toe into uh, small business ownership. And it was more out of a necessity because I couldn't find a teaching job. So I made a pivot and had my camera there and started, you know, serving families there on the beautiful beaches of Hawaii. That was not a bad backdrop. I mean, you couldn't take a bad picture. (laughs) That's kind of how I got started. And then I have since moved to the coast of North Carolina. We are North of Wilmington. We have three daughters and we are empty nesters, almost. We have two kids left in college, but as far as business now, uh, I am still shooting my camera. I'm like, I don't think I can ever put it down, but I have uh, definitely added in a lot of mentorship and education and helping other small business owners grow their businesses, as well as photographers really take some deep dives into where they can make big impacts in their businesses and also make pivots because I have done that as a military spouse on multiple occasions. (laughs) Right. So, t- so you started as family, a family photographer. Tell yeah. us about your, your pivots. So, so I started, a- yeah, I started as a family photographer and did that for the three and a half years we were living in Hawaii. And then we got orders to Camp Lejeune, which like I said, is North of Wilmington. We're still here. And I 
still was shooting families and loving every minute of it. I mean, we're right here on the coast, so lots of beach photography. And then what I was doing really was shooting Friday nights, you know, Saturday morning, Saturday evening, and then sliding into the church pew with Sandy Toes on Sunday mornings because I, I had really, you know, grown my business quite a bit after we moved here. So replanting a business halfway, you know, from halfway around the world is, is a challenge, but I was up to it. And, and after, you know, a couple of years, I, I definitely had grown a successful business here. And then my husband moved to Quantico, Virginia. <laughs> and so he had a great offer to work with the presidential helicopter squadron. So you don't say no when you're presented with that opportunity. So the girls and I stayed here and I made another pivot because he was only home on the weekends. He was flying all over with the president <laughs> wherever he was in the country or abroad. And he was only home on the weekend. So I needed to make another pivot because serving families on the weekends was no longer optimal for our family. So I, about that time, our oldest was starting into high school and I pivoted into senior photography because my, my circle of influence, my friends also had high schoolers. And so it was a very natural pivot. And I, I really learned how to look at the gaps in, in your local market and figure out how you can be, you know, a solution for some of the things that may be missing and how you can serve in those places. And so I picked up senior photography and slowly transitioned out of families because I could set up seniors for weekday afternoons and evenings. And that worked so much better because the girls by then were old enough that they could be home alone and I could juggle all the things trying to be a single parent during the week and then have our weekends back again. And so I did that for, for, he was there three years. So for quite a few years while I was doing that, I could see another shift in the market and I started doing brand photography and it was a natural pivot and seamlessly I've been able to move into that quite a bit and have you know begun teaching about it. So tell us why you think it's a good idea for photographers. I guess you talked a little bit about that, about how our lives change and schedules change and families change. So making those pivots, but talk to us a little bit about why you think it's a good idea for us to have those multiple streams of income. Well, I think if we learned anything over the last few years, you know, hello pandemic, uh, you know, business and life in the world can change, you know, at the drop of a hat. And we as business owners really need to be able to bob and weave, you know, go with the ebb and flow. We right. need to have some options built in with, you know, within our business. And I will never forget, I think it was maybe 2016, I was at a retreat and I heard John Acuff speak and he was there, you know, promoting his book and, and doing a talk. And if you don't follow John Acuff, he is an amazing speaker, talks a lot about goal setting, written several books, and his podcast is awesome too. But he gave an analogy and it stuck with me for, it is still it stuck with me for years and years. And he talked about how as business owners, we we really need to focus on having multiple faucets within our business so that in certain seasons, uh, there may be one that's on full blast, but then, you know, a couple of others may be down to a slow trickle, or there might be one that's kind of a, a slow, steady stream. And then as things change, like for instance, he was using the example of writing a book, you know, you're out promoting the book. And so the other speaking engagements kind of, you know, slow down a little while he's promoting this book, that, that faucet's on full blast. But then after he's done with that book promotion and he's kind of between projects, he turns on 
the faucet of public speaking and you know helping in corporate ways. And so that has always been something that I've tried to make sure I did in my own business as to having where where can I serve in multiple multiple capacities and making sure that I had those faucets that were ready to go or you know whether it was a family situation that was changing for me or whether it was the local market that was asking for something different or a pandemic that falls in our lap. I think it's really important as business owners to not be, you know, held to local markets or the global impact. I think I think we need to be able to find multiple ways to serve always. So let me ask you this. So are you all in on brand photography now or do you still do portraits and seniors? So I'm going to say yes and no. I am all in on branding clients. Um, that's the photography that I am focusing on right. most right now because it has grown quite a bit and I'm fielding inquiries daily. However, I also, what's so funny is that when we moved here from Hawaii, I went back into the classroom for a little bit and I had my business part-time as I was like, okay, I'm going to have to you know, do something. What's going to come first here, God? Am I teaching or am I doing photography? And I was like, I got a job at the local elementary school. And so what's really funny is when I left the classroom to go back full-time into photography, I um, have about four, three, three years of kindergartners that are now high schoolers. So I am still shooting some seniors because they are now going to, you know, they're in my, my kindergartners are now in high school and those mamas have kept in touch with me and our small community. And so I am still uh, loving being able to document this special time in their lives. So I don't market it as much, but I've been doing it long enough that, you know, I don't really have to. Right. So I asked that question because I think, you know, like our listener is the motherhood photographer and we talk a lot about that, you know, how important it is to to find your, your niche. And so I do see people blend brand photography well with that. And so I'm thinking, how do we introduce that into our business? I've noticed like, so as we're recording, it's the end of January. And so I've seen a few of our photographers that are offering branding sessions right now. And, and that's probably what you talked about, like to fill in maybe when seasons of business are a little bit slower. And so tell us how you define brand photography. So basically brand photography, in my opinion, is, um, you know, every adult needs a great headshot. So let's just start there. (laughs) That's a simple way to put it. I mean, I have worked with high school principals. I've worked with professors. I've worked with, you know, hairstylists. I've worked with bloggers. I mean, like interior designers. I have some of my high school seniors I was shooting who have now graduated from college. One was applying to PA school and needed great headshots. Another one is now a therapist. Just did a, worked with a therapist last week to to build out her brand. So basically anybody that, so, so it doesn't just have to be small business branding. That is really what I focus on. However, headshots are an amazing way to, like you were saying earlier, um, you know, to branch off and to in down seasons of, you know, your photography. We know that photography in general can have a seasonality to it, depending on where you live, depending on the kind of photography that you offer. So branding is one of those things that you could always add in um, to fill in some of those gaps. Um, but I will say that with 32.5 million U.S. business and small business owners, you know, the, the market in the field is wide. And so brand photography is really for those small business owners. The way that I market it is for those small business owners that are looking to build that know, like, and trust factor within their 
business by having very personalized, specialized brand visuals. And so, you know, I think stock photography can be great and can be wonderful fill-ins, but I think that we are very savvy buyers these days. And we really want to have that personal touch when we are promoting and marketing our businesses. And the content creation can be so hard for small business owners when they don't have a great bank of images um, to pull from. And so um, I think brand photography is for any small business owner that's putting any kind of marketing you know, content, you know, any of their story out there, they need brand photography. And as photographers, we have that special skill also because like you were just saying, you know, your audience, they're motherhood photographers and we are experts at creating content. We are experts at marketing. And so the things that you are doing naturally in your business as a photographer to gain clients is a skill set that then you can turn around and help other small businesses with because we do it on a regular basis for ourselves. But then you can help other small businesses think through their content, think through their marketing plan. And then you have the ability to serve and meet that need because you have an amazing talent with a camera. Okay. So tell, tell us as motherhood photographers, where would you recommend that we get started? The first thing I would say is just put it out there. I have a brand photography roadmap coaching program. It'll be launching again, March, April timeframe. And I have a client who specializes really in motherhood photography where she lives. And as I was coaching with her, she just put it out there. She put one post out there. She had done some headshots for some of her clients before, and she just put it out there. And you know what they always say, show what you want to sell. And she put it out there that she was offering it. And do you know that she looked $4,000 in branding sales, like for clients within the first 24 days of this year. So I mean, by January 24th, she had booked $4,000 worth of brand clients because she had already developed a relationship with so many families and moms that she had already worked with in the community. So it was as simple as just putting it out there. So I think that, especially as moms, you know, we, we right. are very connected to the people that we serve and as a buying, you know, on the buying side of it, um, we love the people that we love. And so if you already have a connection with moms, tap into some of those moms that, you know, that own businesses, maybe they, you know, have an, they, they are an, they're an influencer, or maybe they, you know, own a bakery or, you know, they do cakes out of their home or something, find a way that you can um, fill that need for them and take that struggle of creating content and brand visuals off their plate. Yeah. That's so smart because you're right. Like we have relationships with so many clients that we get to know, and we could probably just create a long list of clients that are entrepreneurs and they own businesses or they're real estate agents or they're artists. So it's kind of like that pivot from wedding photography to motherhood photography, where that's like a natural progression. So is the relationship of, you know, I've photographed your family. I've gotten to know you and what you do. Let me help you with that as well. So that's really smart. So give us some advice. So if this is something that we wanted to do, especially like as a not our main focus as motherhood photographers, but something we want to add. How should we set that up? Does that look like a mini session or what's your advice there? Just getting started. I mean, you definitely could offer it up as many sessions. You could, like we were talking about before, your immediate circle of influence is where I would look first. Definitely put it out there, put it out there publicly. You never know who that's going to attract. And the right person at the right time just happened to be looking for it and they found it. So I encourage you to do that. Just be bold. Mm-hmm. Um, just put it out there. But then start looking at those clients that have been, you know, long and faithful clients that you've worked with, you know, for multiple times or that you just have a strong connection with and you know they 
like I said before, they, they have, maybe their spouse is a realtor or something, or maybe they are a realtor, or maybe like you said, they have some kind of small business and reach out to them and just say, you know, look, I'm looking to offer this. Uh, I'm going to build a portfolio a little bit. I am never a fan of, you know, shooting for free, but maybe offer like small mini sessions, number one, so that you can kind of get your feet wet and get a feel for how you like it, how um, you want the process to work what it looks like working with these clients, these types of clients, because there's also a lot of work on the front end of it, because you're going to want to know where are you using these images? What kind of content are you creating? What kind of stories are you wanting to tell? Do you have anything that you're getting ready to launch soon? Or, you know, are you going to be using these in an email campaign or something like that? So there's, there's that kind of planning and thought that goes into the beginning of it before you ever show up with your camera, which I think as photographers of any other genre, you know, we do have some inquiry, you know, intake forms that we're asking questions, maybe questionnaires. But really, I have found from the other types of photography I've worked with, branding photography is something that there's a little more conversation happening on the front end. So just kind of maybe set up some mini sessions to where you can get used to working with these types of clients, talking through with them um, what a branding shoot would look like, listening to them, asking those questions for exactly what they need, how they're going to be using these images and giving them ideas because it's fun working with another creative, especially a small business creative of, you know, your, your ideas spark ideas for them, their ideas spark ideas for you. And it really becomes a great collaborative uh, type of work. Um, so that would be the first thing I would do. So I'm interested in, I guess, two things, like, because I, I know very little about what a branding session looks like or how you set this up. Like we said, maybe many sessions is a great place to start, but could you just walk us through, like, what's an average mini session for branding look like? What would you suggest as a good starting point for that? What does that include? Just for someone that knows nothing, how would you suggest that we set that up? Well, I would say starting out, first of all, don't discount the fact that as a motherhood photographer, you are, you're not a brand new photographer starting out. So definitely charge what you're worth. Just because you're offering something new or you're adding right. in a new way to serve clients, it doesn't mean you're starting back at square one. You already have a wealth of talent, knowledge, and experience and a business that you're running. So don't discount in major ways, in my opinion. Okay. And I, I don't offer branding mini sessions. I will do headshot mini sessions where they come into my studio space and it's like 20 minutes, quick headshots. There's not a lot of branding, I you know, messaging. We're, we're not getting into all of that. And so something like that, I charge $2.99 for those headshots. And those are great for people who might be like the college professor, the you know high school principal, a realtor that just wants a couple of great new headshots, you know, some of those clients who are like a therapist or you know, they need something for a job application, something like that. But then I look at branding photography and you know, the way when I was doing my research and then the way I've built out my business is that it is definitely more comparable to wedding photography pricing wise, because they aren't just getting a bank of images to use. They are also getting a lot of, I mean, it's almost like business coaching in the very beginning right. as you're planning, because you are helping them think through content pieces, you know, on an annual basis, or, you know, I have a membership that I offer in my brand photography and they work with me four times a year. And so we're looking at a quarterly basis. Basis. I'm helping them plan out content and brand visuals, you know, on a quarterly basis. So it's like I've become part of their team. And so that comes at a price also. And so I really, I do, I talk a lot 
about pricing and building out your packages, but I have it tiered to where, you know, for this amount of time for a half day session in this many images, it's this price. And then there's a full day session. Those are great if they have team members, or maybe they want to bring their family in at the end or at the beginning to, to do some of that because their family is a part of their brand and part of that story. And, you know, that's a different set of, you get a different set of images and a different price point. And then like I said, the brand membership clients. And I have found that the best thing to do is to get people on the phone instead of just sending out your pricing, because sometimes people aren't prepared for, you know, why it is priced differently than let's say family portraiture or any other kind of portrait work. And when you can get them on the phone and really walk through some of the key pieces in planning and all the ways that you're actually you know, helping their business, then they can see why that investment is quite a bit more and why it's also worth so much. What do you tell them when someone asks you that question? Like, what are your selling points? My selling point is definitely how I help them build out a content plan. And I'm going to be asking things like, who do you serve? What does it look like to work with you? Why can you serve them best? You know, setting up the client as the expert. We want to tell all of those stories with their brand visuals. Also making sure that we are shooting in locations that make sense. So sometimes it might be that we're shooting at a venue, but then also coming into the studio space. Um, so there are multiple locations. And then, you know, I create a very specific shoot plan. She goes to, usually I'm working with, you know, female small business owners. She goes to Pinterest and kind of gets some inspirational ideas. I also add to that board. And then we kind of come to a final consensus. These are the must-have shots we want. I put all those into a shoot plan so that we have, you know, what time we're starting at this location. If we're moving to a second location, what time we're starting here. All of the story storylines, basically story mapping and content planning are some of the key pieces that I offer as deliverables before we shoot and then during you know, the shoot. And then also I do offer a consultation when we're done as to where they can best use their images. And are you comfortable talking to us about fees for membership? I mean, sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Because so, I, I mean, honestly, I just have no idea. Like, I'm very interested, like ballpark. How do you charge for a membership? What does that look like? So my half day package is $1,650. And then my full day package is $2,100. And then my membership is $6,000. And um, I do offer, you know, if they want to break that up into a couple of different payments. Um, if they want to pay it in full, that's fine too. I have several membership clients that pay it in full. Then I have several that, you know, break it up so that they have, you know, to, for budgeting purposes or like bookkeeping purposes, they like to spread it out a little more. So that's, that's how I've worked it. And it has, it has been very successful. So for your membership clients, you said they're getting a quarterly shoot. So how much time are you spending with them? What I have found is that the more we shoot together, it becomes like a marriage to where uh-huh. we can come in by the, you know, third or fourth shoot. And it's like a, a dance that we do. And, you know, I am very um, involved in watching what they're, how they're using their images, cheering them on. Um, you know, we go back to the, to the table every time. And we I ask the questions like, when it's time for the next shoot, what are, um, you know, what have you, what have, what's been the best metrics? Like, let's look at the analytics. What's getting the best, um, you know, click-through rate. What, what's, what's getting the best engagement, you know, what types of images are being most successful. And then let's find ways to shoot more of that, but in a different way. Um, Or what's not working? What do we not need to shoot this next time? So it's been super helpful to um, be, and then like I said, it goes faster because it's a finance. They know what I'm going to ask of them. I know how they, um, you know, their personality. I know how they're most comfortable and I can make sure that all of that is, is prepped and ready to go. And it's very seamless. 
And so it, sometimes it's a half day, usually, you know, the, the longer we shoot, the, the shorter those shoots get, but then sometimes we're at a different, you know, location or a different venue. And so it does take a little longer, but usually about a half a day. You mentioned looking at click-through rate engagement. So it sounds like that if they're looking at all that, they're, they're pretty savvy to begin with. They are. Or they have somebody that manages that for them as a social marketing agency. And what's really great is that, you know, we have a small community here. And so there is a social media marketing business owner that, you know, she and I work very closely together because we have mutual clients and and she's actually a client as well. And so it's really neat to be able to kind of see how the images are helping their businesses and where they're using them. And then they have an expert that they brought on board that really can guide you know, how they use things, how they create things and they're creating reels, but yet using my images for the reels or as cover photos so that their feed looks beautiful, but then also using them on their website. And it's really funny. I was talking to a local interior designer. She owns, you know, a, a storefront as well. And she said, it's so funny when we were going back and I said, you know, pull up your analytics, what, and I send all of these questions before our next consultation. I do a consultation before each of the shoots. And she said, what's so funny is that one of the simplest photos that I never would have thought like it was an over the shoulder shot. It was the website, you know, she had the website pulled up on her laptop and it was just real simple. I think I did literally two shots of it. And she said, do you know that that is the, the image that has gotten the most engagement since we shot last? And she said, um, because it drove so much traffic, just simply reminding people that not only do we have a showroom and a brick and mortar, but we also have a website that you can go to and get design services you can order from and um, get all the information about you know, how to work with us. And she said, we got so much from that by just one post one quick image that nobody really, you know, thought was super impactful, but she's like, it turned out that it was. And I was like, okay, that's great. That drives, um, you know, or guides us when we're creating your next, you know, storylines to make sure that we're including images that are very simple and that are driving traffic back to your, your web, your, your website and your brick and mortar spaces. Yeah. So that, I guess that was the question I was trying to ask was, did a lot of your clients have social media managers because most of my clients wouldn't know much about analytics. So is that a big part of your business working with social media managers? No, not really. And honestly, not, not all of my clients do. Um, not, not all of them. Most of them actually probably don't. My membership clients may be more so, but they're also creating content on a very regular basis. Right. That's where whenever I have a consultation with people, why it's so important to get on the phone with people to really chat versus just like sending a pricing guide or, you know, sending out your prices in an email is to really ask very intentional questions as to, you know, how often are you creating content? Where are you creating it? Because they may simply just need a refresh of pictures annually. And that, that's all that they need. And that serves their business very well. And I want to make sure that I can, I can serve that too. But then the membership is for those clients who you know, maybe have a team or are maybe a little more in touch with social media. They're looking at those analytics. They know what's driving traffic and, or that, you know, they have somebody that helps them do those things, but they're putting out a ton of content. And so I just kind of, in those, you know, initial consultations, ask those questions to guide them as to how they would best be served by working with me and brand photography. What type of entrepreneur are you working with the most? Can you put your finger on like top three people that need your services the most? I would say I work with a lot of real estate agents and, you know, we have beautiful properties here on the coast. So that, that's always a great right. thing. I do a lot of it like event planners, but I have worked with people who, you know, brick and mortar um, bakery shop. 
I mean, it runs the gamut to, you know, an online, like a, like she has a blogging and influencing business on financial planners. I have, I've worked with really small business um, creatives is what I really, really enjoy. You know, I am not one to, you know, book corporate events. That's just not my thing. And I think that's the thing as photographers, we need to be able to give ourselves permission to say, this is what's what I'm really great at. And this is what I enjoy doing. And then maybe these, this is the you know, segment of clients that I'm, I'm not super, you know, excited to do that type of photography and give yourself permission to just say, you know, nope, I don't offer those services, but I do work with a lot of interior designers, real estate agents, you know, people who have a strong online and social media presence. What does a typical shoot look like? Like, how do you plan that out? Tell us a little more about your thought process behind the actual shooting. So I always like to start with those questions of who do you serve? What does it look like to work with you? You know, why you're the best person to serve, you know, your, your potential clients or your ideal clients. And then those are the things that we want to make sure we're capturing in their, in their, you know, branding images. And so it's great to always have you know, great clean headshots because I'm like, you may be presenting at a workshop or you may be a podcast guest. I mean, like you, you never know. You need to have those fresh and updated headshots. Um, so I try to make sure that I get some of those. I do have a studio here in our community. Um, so that's easily accessible. But, you know, if I'm traveling to, like I have a client shoot coming up in February in Asheville, North Carolina. So I'll be traveling to Asheville. Um, and so we just, you know, make sure that we have some locations that, for instance, let's just use real estate agents for an example. Um, usually, I've used their home. I've used their, you know, like a client's home. And we go in and really set the stage for what it would look like to have them as your real estate agent, whether they're your buying agent or whether they're your selling agent, but lots of content and little pieces. For instance, I had a picture of one of the agents like making up the bed and fluffing pillows because that is a great little, you know, Instagram piece of reminding people that the little tiny details and touches really do matter when it comes to selling your home. You know, those are the kinds of things that I am looking at on location, getting into where they actually work if we can make it or create a, a stage if you will um to be able to tell those those stories visually of what it looks like to work with them because their ideal client their buyer um needs to to be able to to feel like they can put themselves in that story and build that know like and trust of what it would be like to work with them are you styling or arranging hair and makeup or is that usually something they handle I have offered hair and makeup in the past. I have found that with a lot of my clients in the last year, they have somebody that they already, you know, use for hair or, you know, they've been to a Marine Corps ball or they've been to a wedding or something and they have somebody um, that can do makeup for them. And um, they tend to just, you know, book that on their own. But that's part of the, the conversation for sure, because that impacts your timeline. You know, if we're going to start at 10, you need to make sure that you have hair and makeup ready to go, you know, by eight so that you're done by, you know, 9, 930 and we can get started at 10. And so really talking through all of those, those pieces. And, and there's, like I said, again, a lot more planning on the front end of a photo shoot um, with brand photography than maybe any other type of photography. So tell us what you love the most about brand photography. I think what I love most about brand photography is that every client is super different. So it's a creative process that I love kind of linking arms, coming alongside of them and their business and being able to kind of do a deep dive, look at the things that they need to create, the things they already kind of have in place that we can just enhance, um, maybe some pieces that they're missing that, you know, 
they really need to optimize this particular thing in their business and it could you know take it to a new level. So bringing that almost like a coaching aspect into how, and, and it's so funny because sometimes I'll have conversations with small business owners and they're like, wow, I didn't even think about that. Or I never knew that. And so it, that's one of the pieces that I love most is being able to help them grow their business, make you know huge impacts in analytics and sales and having it almost like the easy button, having it so much easier when they're creating content or they're launching something new or they're promoting, you know, a a sale or whatever it is, but it's, it's that linking arms and really collaborating with another creative uh, that really keeps me going in this. So another question I have is brand photography seasonal at all. Do you have like your busy season and your downtimes? I think that that is a blessing of brand photography that no, not really, (laughs) because what I have found, like, let's just say, for instance, with seniors, you know, there's a definite start and an end date with senior photography and definitely seasonality. It depends on where you live. Um, we have a mild climate here on the coast of North Carolina, but we definitely have a rainy season and a hot season. You don't want to be shooting in July, but you also have a busy season in the fall. Brand photography, I have found that not to be the case because a lot of the shooting that I do is indoors. So I don't have to worry about golden hour. In fact, that's one of the reasons why I love pivoting into brand photography is that before everything was dictated by you know, me shooting two hours before sunset and so an outdoor, which I love, I still love, but I don't have those restrictions with brand photography, which is really nice. And it becomes more of a business day, like you're working business hours, like daytime hours. And also you would think that as it gets close to the holidays, you know, people wouldn't be interested in, in shooting, but they are, they definitely need like holiday content. And so I have found that it, it doesn't really have a seasonality. I mean, it gets quiet a little bit in December, but sometimes people know that they are going to be, you know, redoing a website in January. Well, they need to have those brand visuals and those, you know, those images ready to go. And that needs to be done like November, early December. I try to, you know, cut it off so I can enjoy family time in the holidays, mid, mid December. But this year I was shooting up through mid December with clients. Yeah, I just wondered, is first of the year, is it top of mind, like, oh, I've been putting off this project, I need to get started with this, is now a good time? Right, yes, now would be an amazing time, because most people you know, have had their, their goals and, you know, their, their goal setting done in January, they maybe have some quarterly launches or quarterly things that they're wanting to put out there and promote. And now is an amazing time to offer that. Like I said, my coaching client put it out there. And as of the 24th of January, she had booked all of those branding clients because she marketed it that way. Like now is a great time to do a brand refresh and I can be the one to help you do that. So if you had to give us one piece of advice, like if this is brand new to us, we want to dip our toe in and give this a try. What's your What's your one best piece of advice? My best piece of advice, I think, would be to lean into those clients that you currently have, that you've currently loved on, you've built a relationship with, and look at it as, you know, how can I help them in their business? And I think as moms, speaking to moms specifically, we all know that, you know, if you are a mom and a small business owner, it's like juggling cotton balls in a windstorm. I mean, it really is. We have a lot of things that we have on our plate, we're juggling, and I think that as a photographer, if you already have a relationship with some of the women in your community and they've been your clients before, reach out to them. Don't be afraid to be bold and, you know, say, hey, listen, I've loved working with you in the past. And, you know, I know that you have this small business. This is something new that I'm offering and just go for it. Be bold and ask. Well, thank you, Corey. 
This has been fun. Thank you for putting up with my head cold. I know I sound pretty rough. <laughs> thank yeah. you so much. Thank you for having me. And um, I so, I so appreciate it. And I hope you feel better. Oh yeah. Tell everybody where they can connect with you, how they can find you and tell them what you may have to offer for them. Absolutely. So you can find me at CoreyFraserPhotography.com. And also I have a business partner that we do a lot of small business coaching. It's called um, The Business Reboot. And so we have a podcast for small business owners and you can find us at businessreboot.com. You do retreats, masterminds, those types of things. And that that's been another way to really marry serving small business owners as well as brand photography. So that's been really fun. And then I have a brand photography roadmap program that I help photographers who are looking to make a pivot or just an addition of brand photography for their business. And you can find that at CoreyFraserPhotography.com. And I will be launch, relaunching that again, March, April timeframe. Perfect. Well, we're excited to see you inside the membership next month. Thank you so much and have a great day. Thank you. Thank you so much, Corey, for taking the time to chat with me today, specifically about brand photography. What an interesting approach to diversifying our photography businesses. I love how Corey really broke it down for us, why we should consider brand photography and easily applicable steps to make that happen. You can find more in-depth, helpful information about topics just like these from educators just like Corey in our membership community. So if you're not on our email list, head over to themotherhoodanthology.com to be notified when our doors reopen. You can also find out when membership reopens by following us on Facebook and Instagram at The Motherhood Anthology. Until then, go ahead and join our free community on Facebook at The Motherhood Anthology Community, where you'll find a wealth of information from individuals just like you in the motherhood photography business. Gary Vaynerchuk said, life shrinks and expands on the proportion of your willingness to take risk and try new things. From Ireland to yours, until next time, friends.